0: Kia welcome back to Learn My Lesson, I am your host Sav and I'm really sorry for my absence for the, or the lack of episode for the last two weeks. The first week I was going away with my family and just never got time to record and the second week, as you may have seen on uh, my Instagram story, I posted that I was feeling really anxious and just really overwhelmed and I had tried to record a couple of times but I was just really not happy with the content just because I was feeling so, so anxious. So I decided not to put out the episode uh, last week. So I am recording a whole new episode because it was really hard for me to decide if I didn't like the content because I was anxious and I just was worried about it being good enough or whatever, or if I just recorded content that I don't really think is that good because I was anxious. You know what I mean? Like I decided it wasn't just my anxiety making me think the episode was bad. When I was editing it, I just felt like I sounded so unhappy and so unsure and all of those things. And it was because I was anxious while I was recording and it just didn't make for very good content. And yeah, so I decided to scrap it and to try and focus on doing some things that were good for my anxiety and good at getting me into a better headspace and everything. And I was hoping to get an episode out before this Wednesday and then release a normal one as I would do on Wednesday, but it took me a while to get myself out of that kind of anxious patch, which was really interesting because I haven't really struggled with my anxiety like that in a very long time. And it was actually hard for me to recognize that I was even experiencing anxiety as such because I was only experiencing the physical symptoms so I was you know, experiencing that sort of empty, open, hollow chest sort of thing, you know, increased heart rate and that sort of thing. And it wasn't until I was recording and I could really hear that in my voice, I could hear the uncertainty and like my voice was shaking and all of those things that I even really noticed or acknowledged it. And yeah, for the most part, there wasn't any like mental symptoms in terms of like, I wasn't feeling anxious over a particular situation. I wasn't overthinking certain situations I wasn't you know feeling any of those things like I wasn't thinking my anxiety it was definitely I was feeling it so that was super interesting so I don't really know what caused it as all of you know there doesn't necessarily have to be a cause uh, to experience things like anxiety and depression but there, there is often a cause or a trigger of some sort and I couldn't pinpoint it if there was one I think in general, being in the stage of life that I am in, where I'm a bit unsure of what I'm doing and where I'm going and what direction I'm headed, probably doesn't help in general with anxiety. So it could be that. It could just be that I am feeling like I'm floundering a wee bit in life, which probably contributed to it. I've Realized, like, obviously, I know that I'm turning 25 next year, but I think it did hit me recently that I'm turning 25 next year. And I was like, wow. I think it was because I went to refer to some people that I saw. I was saying a group of girls in like their mid 20s. And in my head, that was older than me. And I was like, oh my God, I'm in my mid 20s. Like, you can definitely classify me as in my mid 20s now. And that, I think, just freaked me out. And I think I was putting a lot of pressure on myself because of that. So yeah, anyway, I just ended up in a place where I was super anxious, not happy with how I sounded on the recording or even the content that I was producing. Um, And so I decided to practice what I preach and put my mental health first, which was really hard because I was feeling really guilty. I'd already missed the week before because I was going away with the family, so I felt like I had to put out an episode and yeah, it was basically just putting all this pressure on myself because, you know, I've only been doing the podcast solo for a couple of weeks and I'm already missing episodes and all of those things. So that all didn't help with how I was feeling it or just kind of added to it. So yes, I put my mental health first, took a little bit of a step back. Same with the social media. I haven't really posted at all. I just kind of let it all go for a hot minute while I sorted out my head and that was pretty good I think at first I was uh like reading at the moment I'm reading a lot and so I at first I was like cool take time to myself read my books or watch Love Island <laughs> um and that was okay but it was definitely my way of avoiding confronting how I was feeling so it was, I was definitely using like that whole escapism method as a coping mechanism which yeah like I said I didn't really register that that's what I was doing at first I was like no this is good this is my me time this is helpful but really at the end of the day I was just like avoiding confronting how I was feeling so I had to take a step back from that stuff as well because I was just using it to avoid dealing with what dealing with why I was feeling so anxious. But then I had one of my friends come visit me. She's been overseas, but she was back in the country for a little bit. And that was so nice catching up with her. And I think it got me a little doing more, you know, like connecting with people and going out for walks and being a bit more active and those sorts of things just because she was visiting. So that was a really good push for me to do things that I know help with my anxiety, like being physically active, getting outside, going for a walk. Um, connecting with people, which is really hard to do when you're anxious, but it was nice because uh, she's one of the people that I'm always super comfortable around. So that kind of helped with easing into that social connection side of things. Yeah, so like I said, I didn't I didn't really figure out what the issue was as such that was causing me anxiety. Maybe there wasn't one. I'm feeling a lot better now and. Yeah, I just hope it stays that way. I'm trying to make sure that I keep doing those things, like going for walks every day, getting some fresh air. The weather's been really bad, so I'd love to say fresh air and sunshine, but it's more like fresh air and wind and rain, but that's okay. So yeah, that's basically what's been going on with me. Since I've been a solo host of this podcast, I haven't really asked, how are you really? Because I don't have a co-host to ask, but Reflecting on the last week and realizing that I probably needed to check in with myself a lot earlier than I did. I just want to take this second to remind you guys to check in with yourselves. I know life can get really busy, and you get so caught up in like the day to day stuff and your routines and after work and whatever it is. Um, you can sometimes forget to take a moment and see how you're really doing and. You can so easily forget to prioritise the things that keep your mental health in check and yeah so just take a moment to think about how you're doing and if there's anything that you need to be doing more of to help improve your mental health and just keep you feeling good and if you are feeling good and are in a good headspace and you feel okay to do so then remember to check in on those around you too. Anyway, getting into the episode, I thought I would talk about anxiety since it's obviously very relevant to me at this moment in my life. And I was doing a little bit of reading on the whole concept of experiencing anxiety through its physical symptoms and the way it presents physically and without that sort of the mental symptoms and just I did a little bit of reading on like why that can happen and all of those things because I was like. It took me so long to register that I was actually anxious because I wasn't overthinking. I wasn't all in my head. I wasn't, you know, which is the way I've experienced anxiety a lot in the past. And don't get me wrong. I've been through my periods where I struggle with the symptom symptoms of anxiety like I was this past week, but it just hasn't happened in so long that I don't think I registered that that's what was happening. And what I found out is actually that is quite common. And that's the reason why a lot of people don't either have never been diagnosed with anxiety or they don't realize that that's what's happening to them and that's what they're experiencing because anxiety is so often talked about in the context of obviously mental health and people think about it as something to do with thoughts and what's going on in the brain and those things. That when people aren't actively overthinking things in the head but they're feeling this physical symptoms of anxiety they don't actually relate it to an anxiety disorder yeah so like many anxious people grow up thinking that their behaviors are normal and not anxious because their behavior feels normal and haven't caused problems in the past they don't think they're anxious so like again I think I've mentioned that it's really hard when you grow up with struggling with mental illness when there's so many changes happening um, through that whole, you know, stage of life as you're growing up that you don't really have a before to compare it to where you um, used to be able to, like, really easily chat to other people or do things without it stressing you out and those things and then you start struggling with anxiety and then suddenly you can't do the things you did before. Whereas when you're growing up and that's all you know and, like, all you – know is that certain situations stress you out a lot and you know like you experience um, like racing heart in certain situations or you know like all these things that you experience they feel normal to you because you've never not experienced them and that's why it can be it can be hard for some people to actually realize that they might be struggling with anxiety and I just want to quickly mention that it's important to remember that anxiety is something that everybody will experience at some point it is it basically activates the stress response which most people know is a fight or flight but there's also a third option fight flight or freeze um, and these like responses to a stressor are normal so if things are happening in your life that are different or new to you and they can be anxiety inducing that's completely normal and it's also there for a reason like biologically the stress response is important but it's where it becomes an issue and where it is potentially a disorder is where the stress response is being activated where it's unnecessary and unhelpful and uh, often when there's no particular trigger or the response is not like proportionate to what the trigger is you're having a excessive stress response for a like you know trigger that shouldn't really you know trigger that much stress so yeah if you are someone that experiences a lot of anxiety symptoms which um the physical symptoms of anxiety particularly generalized anxiety but i think it relates to a lot of the anxiety disorders um the physical symptoms can be like restlessness um you know if you're someone that bounces your knee all the time or can't sit still feeling on edge those sorts of things feeling easily fatigued that's because your body is working really hard when it doesn't need to be and it's releasing a whole bunch of hormones and all of those things and chemicals etc., muscle tension, aches or soreness, sweating, accelerated heart rate, shortness of breath or dizziness, stomach issues including nausea, trembling, twitching or feeling shaky, sleep disturbances including difficulty falling asleep or staying asleep or not feeling well rested. And so a lot of people, if they don't experience the mental symptoms and they're just feeling those physical symptoms, they don't realize that it's potentially to do with an anxiety disorder. The mental symptoms of a generalized anxiety include excessive anxiety or worry about various events or activities occurring more days than not for at least six months. So that's kind of the key thing is that it's excessive, it's prolonged, it's, you know those those are the kind of key things when it's differentiating between a experiencing a normal amount of anxiety and where it then may be progressing into an anxiety disorder. The next one is difficulty controlling worry, a sense of impending danger, panic or doom, irritability, difficulty concentrating or mind going blank, and difficulty remembering things. And yeah, another important thing to note about anxiety disorders is that there is multiple that fall under that umbrella so like I said there's generalized anxiety disorder panic disorder um there's social anxiety disorder which is what I would say my anxiety is for the most part and another kind of anxiety is separation anxiety and uh obsessive compulsive disorder is also an anxiety disorder um there's a few more I believe that come under that umbrella but none that I can remember off the top of my head and yeah so it's important to kind of keep that in mind as well when I'm discussing anxiety for the most part I am referring to my own experiences which would be to do with social anxiety and a little bit of generalized anxiety Um, but the anxiety disorders are a lot more complex than the way I talk about them but yeah anyway Um, So I'm just going to talk a little bit about the things that you can do to reduce anxiety, sort of in the moment, not a long-term plan on how to manage it, but more like in the moment things that are known to help reduce your stress response and all of those things and calm you down. First, of all, you need to be aware that that's what you're experiencing. You need to acknowledge it. And like I said for the last week or so, I at first I definitely was not acknowledging it and was not aware of what was going on. I just didn't, I don't know, because like it's not, it's not a new feeling for me. It's not a new experience, but I think just because I hadn't felt that way in so long and I was really busy and I was just kind of getting on with life, I didn't actually register all the symptoms that I was having so recognizing that you're struggling with anxiety is step one and so the thing that is probably the easiest because you can do it anywhere and it's so effective um is breathing and that sounds so simple and it's something that I don't do I am a terrible shallow breather in general just throughout the day And I don't meditate, I don't do any breath work or breath focus on anything to do with my breathing. But I know that if I am feeling anxious that I have to like focus on taking deep breaths, um, doing some breathing exercises. The only ones that I really know or ever use are like breathe in for seven seconds, hold for four and then breathe out for seven. It was something like that. I don't actually know if I stick to the exact numbers, but basically a slow long breath in and then hold it. And then a slow release of the breath. If you have an Apple Watch, there's a breathing app that it comes with. And that's really good. Um, If I'm wearing my Apple Watch, I try and use that. And it's like got a little picture that kind of expands and then shrinks back down in time with how you're supposed to be breathing. And the uh, watch vibrates in time with it as well. If you want to like close your eyes and focus on the breathing. And I kind of hate it. I hate when people tell me to, like, take deep breaths when I'm feeling anxious. But, like, I know that it actually works. So I get if you're sitting there being like, oh, yeah, breathe, duh. Um, I understand that. But also, I'm aware it works. So I will keep telling people. Oh, apparently it's four, seven, eight 7 8 breathing. Um, so breathe in for four seconds, hold your breath for seven, and then exhale slowly for eight seconds. And repeat until you feel calmer. Um... It just helps slow your heart rate down and it actually activates um, why it's so effective is it stimulates the parasympathetic nervous system, which promotes a state of calmness because it's the parasympathetic nervous system is like the um, rest and digest sort of stage. So, um, you know, it's good to activate rest and digest because then your body goes out of panic mode and it, you know, settles down, your heart rate reduces, all of those things. So breathing is A great go-to for reducing anxiety on the spot. There's the sort of different grounding techniques. And I never use any of these personally. But I do know a lot of people that do and they do find it helpful. It's a common technique to use. The like name five things that you see, four things that you... So you go through all your senses. It's five things you can see, four things you can touch, three things you can hear... Two things you can smell, one thing you can taste. And that just kind of takes your mind off things. It's a little bit of a reset. It gives you something to really focus on and kind of bring you back down from that heightened anxious state. Um, Like I said, it's not really something that I use, but I do know that it can be really effective. Other sort of technique is uh, visualization types of exercises. I know one of them is um, something like the file it away file it technique or something like that and where you like you basically sit there and close your eyes and imagine there's a desk with all these files on it and there's a file cabinet and you pick up each file and each like file is like a thought that's racing through your head so all the things that you're anxious or worried about and you can like name it and acknowledge it and then you like file it away in your head you know in this visualization exercise and it helps you like feel more in control of all the things that you're thinking and it helps you acknowledge everything you're thinking and it feels like you're organizing your thoughts um, rather than them being all racing around inside your head and you feeling a bit out of control you kind of take back that control of the thoughts that you're having and those sorts of things so that's one of the visualization techniques Again, not one of the things that I use, but I do know it can be really effective. And um, another thing that is kind of counterintuitive to the whole like breathing and grounding yourself where you're trying to lower your heart rate is actually exercise. So something like a run or a little like workout of some sort that increases your heart rate is actually really good at reducing anxiety. Yeah, I'm not really sure exactly why that works. I think... From what I remember, um, it's can be because if you're uh, anxious and your whole stress response is activated, that whole fight, flight, or freeze, blah, blah, blah. If you if you choose flight and you go for a quick run around the block, or you know do some exercise, your body thinks that you're doing that response, and it might think that you're getting away from the perceived threat. I think is the concept behind that whole go for a quick run around the block. But to be honest, I think it's more of a like distraction technique. If you're running, you're breathing heavier, um, you're getting more oxygen in. Um, Yeah, I think that's, that's why it works. I think some of the other suggestions I read were think about something funny, but I can't really do that when I'm anxious, you know, or think about a memory that makes you happy or whatever it was. It's not really something that I can sit there and think about when I'm feeling anxious personally, but I mean, I thought I would suggest it anyway. Maybe it will work for you. I think distraction is good sometimes because that's another thing that was uh, suggested on one of the sites that I read but like I was saying I think particularly this week I struggled to recommend distracting yourself because I did it to a point where it was unhelpful and I was distracting myself and not really acknowledging that there was an issue so take that one with a grain of salt. I think distracting yourself can be good when you're just sitting there overthinking about something. Um, if you're really struggling with the mental symptoms of anxiety, then I think, yes, 100% distract yourself. If you're struggling with the physical symptoms, I think some of the other techniques would work a lot better. The next suggestion I have is 100% something that I do not do, but take a cold shower um, or an ice plunge of some sort. And that's is a big no from me I know it's super effective there's tons of research on cold showers and ice plungers being super super helpful for anxiety I'm just trying to remember what it was about the technique that is why it works oh it's something to do with oh it's the mammalian dive reflex it basically tricks your body into thinking you're swimming so your heart rate slows and your body becomes calmer so you're not using too much oxygen so you don't drown, so that's why it calms you down, because that dive, the mammalian dive reflex is stronger than your, like, stress response, I guess, um, so yeah, it basically takes you out of your stress, stress response, and goes into this, um, reflex, where your body thinks you're swimming, so your heart rate slows, and all those things, um, yeah, it's not something I do, apparently, you can use, like, just dunk your face in ice water, or cold water, or even just put a hand or a foot in really cold water and it has similar, a similar effect. But if you're into ice showers, then, I mean, um, cold showers or ice plungers, 100% great thing to reduce your anxiety. Just not for me. I'm a, like, boiling hot, like, scalding shower type of gal. <laughs> but yeah, those are all the kind of suggestions that I have. If you have any more really good ones that work for you, then message me on the Learn My Lesson Instagram And let me know and I'll post about them because it's always good to know little tips and tricks and things that help you because they might help other people. But like I said, these are all short-term fixes, kind of in the moment, things to help reduce your anxiety as you're experiencing it. There's a lot of things that you can do, like long-term changes, that can help improve your anxiety in general and help manage and reduce your anxiety symptoms as a whole which I'm not going to go into in this episode I've already talked for way longer than I anticipated so maybe I'll cover that in another episode yeah that is all I have for you guys today and I should be back again next week with another episode and thanks so much for listening bye